The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Back everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. This is your Tuesday, August eighth edition. Locked and loaded for a fifteen game slate. Hope you guys enjoyed that seven game slate of action. It was about as interesting as we thought it would be. Uh, some of the big names did their thing, but other than that, all over the board. Dylan Bundy was pretty much the low price guy that got it done for us uh, for the most part. But let's move on to your fifteen game slate. Uh, check out the weather first. We've dodged bullets last night. Hoping to do it again today. Uh, O'Grady going out early for the Nationals. I'm still or for the Marlins against the Nationals. Still bitter about that one. That was a, a gut punch. But on to today. Very very humid in Atlanta. Phillies and Braves. Good pitching matchup to target. Eflin versus Teheran. Um, yeah, definitely a lot to like in that one. As you go down some more. Everything else is pretty basic. Not a ton of wind blowing out in Oakland between Seattle and Oakland, as expected. Blowing out in San Francisco between the Cubs and the Giants, as expected. But as a whole, not too much to worry about there. When you head over to the totals on the slate, you should, yep, yep, we got some good ones because the pitching is that bad. Marlins Nationals is 10. Vance Worley starting for the Marlins. Remember, they used a lot of bullpen with uh, O'Grady going out, so that could be interesting. Tigers, Pirates, 9. Yankees, Blue Jays, 9.5. Padres, Reds, 9. Uh, yeah, Red Sox, Rays, 7.5. Rockies, Indians, 7.5. Rangers, Mets, 9. We'll, waiting on the Phillies, Braves, because Zach Eflin is announced, but not official for the Phillies. Brewers, Twins, 9.5. Astros, White Sox, 10. Cardinals and uh, Royals, 9. Dodgers, D-backs, 9. Mariners, A's, 9. Orioles, Anaheim, 9. Cubs Giants eight, so it's nine or above for eleven of the fourteen with totals right now. We again on another night with tons of pitching to target. I mean, to hitting to target, pitching. It's pretty top heavy tonight. There's a couple options down below, but it's pretty darn top heavy. So let's get into the pitching. Your top priced arm tonight is Chris Sale at twelve thousand six hundred bucks at the Tampa Bay Rays. And pitcher-friendly Tropicana field. Chris Sale, pretty darn dominant. He did get beat up his last time out against the Cleveland Indians. Prior to that, he had 
three straight starts of six or more at zero runs. Two of those are seven or more, 32 or more points in all three. He's basically at 30 or more points in eight of his last 10, 22 or more in nine of those 10. So before the last start, he's been next to perfect as expected. Uh, against the Rays twice this year, he's had, or started this with three times, 21 total innings, 12 hits, eight runs, 36 Ks in those 21 innings, averaging 33.7 DraftKings points per start. Sale is a great play tonight. Third best on the barrel, or second best on the barrel, 50 last 30 days, striking out 30, almost 37% of the batters he faces, getting barreled 0.97% of the time. You know, the Rays do strike out a ton, almost 26% versus left-handed pitching. Not too much to say about this one. They have the second lowest total on the slate of 3-3-2. Chris Sale is a phenomenal option, in my opinion, this evening. They might run into one or two, but great play overall. Big K upside. At 12,400, we have Corey Kluber, who's been just as good, if not some may think better than Sale. But as a whole, he's been just a little behind sale, in my opinion. But coming off an outstanding start against the Yankees. Nine innings, three hits, one earned, 11 Ks. He has one, two, three, four, four straight games of 11 or more strikeouts. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine of his last 10 games, double-digit Ks. His one inning, he had eight strikeouts. He's going 20 or more, 30 or more most nights at home against the Colorado team. is not the same on the road as they are at home. Kluber's third best on the barrel, fifth getting barreled 3.65% of the time. They're striking out 41.6% of the batters he's facing. Um, the Rockies strike out almost 23% of the time versus righties. They have the lowest total at 294. So it's just a pick your poison between Sale or Kluber. So I think Sale has the better matchup, especially strikeout-wise. But Kluber is in a great spot as well. And just so you know, I did make a lineup rather easily last night if you like to take some gambles at some positions for value. I made a Kluber sale lineup that if just half of the value bats hit, it's going to cash pretty nicely. So we are on pace there. But those two definitely, definitely in play. The third guy in the 5K or above range, I'm going to wait on Keiko. I still have to see him show it. He's been getting hit too much since he's returned. I'm going to go to Jose Quintana at 10-5 at San Francisco. Quintana got beat up his last time against Arizona, but prior to that was phenomenal. 17-3, 21-3, And it starts with the Cubbies. Um, Since coming over, it's just been really, really good. Uh, When you look at the Giants, the downside is they don't strike out a ton. Uh, They only strike out 19% of the time versus lefties. Quintana is 15th best the last 30 days on the barrel. Fifth getting both 5% of the time, striking out almost 35% that he faces. So he'll still get his strikeouts. It's just not not as good a spot as Kluber or Sale, but he's also two grand cheaper. Giants have the third lowest total of 365. Lefties 273, righties 210. And the Giants have a horrific Woba and ISO versus left-handed pitching. So Quintana's in a really good spot and a really good ballpark. I have no problem using him. I think you want to have Sale or Kluber. You want one of those two. But if you don't want to go there, you can go Quintana or you can mix Quintana with them. Totally up to you either way. But that's my top three. I'm going Sale, Kluber, Quintana in that order, but I have no problem with Kluber over Sale. Just whatever your preference is. Now it gets rough. The middle of the pack is pretty wishy-washy. Just depends on which gamble you want to take. And down below, is, there's only one I really like. I'll give you two options. So let's take the middle first. Uh, Mike Waka, 8600 
at the Kansas City Royals. He has to face a DH, unlike his normal outings. Um, coming off 12.2 points at Milwaukee. Only went four innings, but got five Ks. Prior to that, 25-1, then 11-9, then 42-9, 25-4, 32-5, He's been pitching pretty darn well this season, especially of late. Um, going up against a Royals team who strikes out 20.3% of the time versus righties. Yeah, walk a 17th best barrel FIP on the last 30 days, getting barreled 4.2% of the time, striking out 256 Percent of the batters he faces. So it's an intriguing matchup with Waka. Great ground ball rate, 47.9%. Low hard contact, swing strikes there. He's got a good, decent K matchup in place. Royals team total is 438. It's bottom bottom tier. Lefty's 311, righty's 339. The Royals bats are all hit and miss. Like yet Hosmer and Mustakas both hit solo shots last night, and that was it. That's all you saw off of Seamart, who lefty's torch. So it's an interesting matchup for 8600 bucks. I think there is upside with Waka. It's just a little scary because the Royals can go off at any moment. They have some nice righty and lefty bats. But Waka makes for a nice play at 8600 Next up, Jeremy Hellboy Hellickson of the Baltimore Orioles at 7700 bucks at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Hellboy's first start with the O's, 21.6 points against those Royals. Seven innings, five hits, no earn, three Ks. Hellickson's never been a big strikeout guy. Uh, and he's facing a Angels team that doesn't strike out a ton, even though Bundy got, I think, nine Ks last night, which just shows if you have the right swinging strike stuff, which I mentioned Bundy does, the upside's there. The Angels strike out 19.5% of the time versus righties. Pelican only strikes out 13.6%. Swinging strike rate's only 8.3. Big, He's a fly ball pitcher, but low hard contact. It's risk-reward, but he's pitched really, really well this year. He's limited damage. Um... 7,900 is a little too is a little steeper than normal on this slate. You might want to go there. Angels do have a 4.59 total. Lefties hit 3.30. Righties 3.02. A lot of lefties in that, or a lot of righties in that lineup. But you do have like Cole Calhoun who can hit pretty well. Ben Revere is playing well, and then Valbuena that can run into one at any moment. I believe Cowart might be a lefty as well. So there's a little bit to worry about there with Helix, and no doubt about it. But there's also some nice upside against the Angels. It's a risk reward type play there. Just the lack of strikeout upside is a bit concerning if that's the angle you're looking to go. Um, and last but not least in this range, the really good GPP play here, a tremendous upside, tremendous bomb ability as well. But Zach Godley is 7600 bucks. He's at home, which is a very good hitter's environment as always, against the Los Angeles Dodgers, the hottest team in all of baseball. Godley's coming off of three straight 20-plus point performances, um, basically 20 or more in – Five of his last six, the six of his last seven, seven, eight. He's basically got 20 or more in nine of his last 10. The one he did, he had a 14.1. He's been very, very good this year. Um, he's pitched well at home against the Dodgers in one start. He went five and two thirds, three hits, one earned, six Ks for 19.8. Uh, I'm thinking he'll take about 20 points at that $7,600 price tag tonight. When you're talking Zach Godley, the Dodgers do strike out almost 23% of the time, which is very, very nice. Godley striking out about 26% with an outstanding 14% swinging strike rate. And the part that makes Godley even more appealing, besides his ability to strike guys out at his low hard contact rate, is his ground ball rate's 56.1%, which helps in a ballpark-like chase field. So Godley at 76 makes for a very intriguing play. No one would ever be surprised if the Dodgers blew him up because it's the Dodgers. It's one of, it is the best team in baseball. 
They have a team total of four, five, six. Lefties three twenty two, but righties only two eighty four. So they do have a lot of nice lefties in that lineup. Bellinger, Peterson, Grandall, um, Utley might be there. He's swinging a decent bat. There's probably a few more. I'm totally blanking on all of a sudden, but uh, Seager, that's a good one. Um, so there are weapons there, no doubt. Give up a couple, but strike out six plus. He could still be in for a nice start at $7,600. It makes for a very nice GPP play with tremendous upside. Like I said, 20 or more points in 9 of 10. If he gets you 20-plus and you match him with a Kluber or Sale, gets you 30-plus, but you didn't have to pay for one of the high-priced guys, you get to save You save 5K on Sale, 4800 on Kluber. So if you match one of them with Godley, it's risky. Like I said, Godley can get blown up, but uh, it, it frees up a lot more bats than having to go Sail Kluber together, sail sail or Kluber with like a Quintana. You're, you're, you're saving a lot of, you, you save almost 3K on Quintana. So there's a lot of money you're saving there with Godley. I think he makes for a very good GPP play, but very, very risky at the same time. So my guys in the middle, I got Helixson, Godley, Waka, but I'll probably have more Godley just because I like to risk GPP. Helixson's quote unquote, potentially the more safe guy, but not the strikeout ability you're looking for. Down below, the one guy I'm going to pretty much build around completely is Chad Cool of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I looked at Herman Marquez of Colorado. If you want to risk it against Cleveland, Marquez, good strikeout rate. Cleveland does strike out a bit. He uh, seventh best on the barrel, fifth the last 30 days. Uh, and he's striking out over 31% in his last 30 days. So something to think about with Marquez if you want to gamble as well. Might be a better gamble or a quote-unquote safer gamble than Godley, but I just like Godley's upside more. But Marquez has pitched really well as well at 7,100. Could be a sneaky GPP play. Heck, if you want to use a godly Marquez and completely roll the dice on pitching, both have 20-plus point upside. Both are in the sevens and below, and you can get all the bats in the world. It's another angle you could take in a GPP. Fade, sail, and Kluber completely, which usually doesn't pan out well, but you never know if one of them gets like a couple starts ago and sale got blown up against Cleveland. Leaves the option. So Marquez, don't completely sleep on him. He's worth a GPP flyer if you want to be risky. But Chad Cool at 6800 bucks, Going up with the Detroit Tigers who lose Victor Martinez, the DH. It's one of their lefties. Lefties do smoke Chad Cool, but outside of that, he's been really, really good. Last start against Cincinnati, who has a lot of thump. Uh, seven shutout innings of 6Ks, 28.2 points. He's been a double-digit machine of late. Um... Really, really good stuff. I think it's like six or seven of his last ten double digits. A couple like 9.8, 9.9s. I know he want more than ten, but a lot of those were 15s and above. Uh, on a night where the bottom tier is very, very risky, he gives you a lot of upside against a super right-handed heavy lineup. Super right-handed heavy. Like outside of V-Mart, um, you might get Jim Aducci playing in the outfield or a Romine at second or the outfield. The rest are pretty much all right-handed, and that's going to be big. For Cool, uh, we saw Williams shut down Detroit last night. Hopefully, Cool can do the same. Detroit does strike out 22% of the time versus righties. Cool's got a 19% K rate, but a 10.1% swinging strike rate, which I like a lot. Pretty good ground ball and hard contact rates. That swinging strike rate stands out when you're looking for Ks for a sub-7 pitcher. The other thing, the Tigers have the fourth lowest slate on the board. It's Kluber versus the Rockies, Sale versus the Rays, Quintana versus the Giants, and you have Cool versus the Tigers at 409. Again, lefty's 367, but righty's only 295. Cool has a ton of upside, ton of upside in this matchup. Um, we've also seen him get blown up, but there's some good upside with Cool at 68. 
Only other guy I'm really going to roll the dice on, you know, there's going to be a couple of these guys that probably put decent starts together, but none that I want to back. The other guy would be Matt Boyd. We talked about him his last time out. He went 10, 10, uh, 10.4 points and four and a third in that weather game in Baltimore. Didn't pitch bad, got the six Ks, five or more Ks and three straight starts. Since his return from the DL, he had that 10-4, then a 19-7 against Houston, 23-3 at Minnesota, 12-1 at Kansas City. He's getting a double-digit points consistently at 5,900 against a Pittsburgh team that is, uh, well, first off, they strike out 19.4% of the time versus lefties. And they have a team total of 491, lefties 294, righties 351. So obviously risky with Matt Boyd as always, but the upside is there at 5,900 if you want to punt even below. Cool. So at cool, then Boyd, 1-2 down below. So back to your pitching. I got Sale, Kluber, 1A, 1B, and then Quintana. In the middle, Hellux and Godley Waka, and you can throw Marquez in there. I like Godley and Marquez's upsides for GPPs. And then Cool Boyd down below. That's where we're looking at the pitching position. Let's get into the bats. We lead you off with Wilson Contreras in San Francisco against the lefty tie block. It is AT&T Park, which is less than ideal, but pretty solid matchup against tie block if you want to go that direction. Uh, Gary Sanchez against Jay Happ. We're getting Sanchez down to 4K. This is more reasonable. I still don't like to usually play this much for a catcher. He has struggled of late, but he's still averaging 8.1 his last, or uh, that's on the road, 8.4 his last 10 against a guy like J.A. Happ, who, um, when you look at the Yankees, they have a 4.60 total, lefties 281, righties 302. Sanchez makes for a very intriguing play at 4K. Um, as you go down some more, a guy like Yadi Molina at 38, swinging a really good stick. Buster Posey's hitting everybody, but I wouldn't. I'm not targeting Quintana. I'm not, you know, overly using him. I'm not targeting him. A guy like Russell Martin at 37 versus CC Sabathia. Sabathia's been good on the year, but he's back in one of his little slumps right now. He did this earlier in the year. Pitched really well. Slump. Pitched really well again. Now it looks like he's slumping at the moment. We'll see if that continues. But lefty's 284, righty's 314 off CC. So Russell Martin at 37 could be worth a look in that matchup. A guy like uh, Rio Muto at 37 versus Cole. Or you can get um, one of the Braves catchers, uh, Suzuki or Flowers. Suzuki 36, Flowers 35 versus Eflin. Those are both intriguing plays as well. But as you go down some more, there is some decent value down here. Um, Matt Wieters at 33 versus Worley. And a depleted Marlins bullpen is very intriguing. Worley's hit pretty well his last couple games. As you can tell, his price tag is over 3 k We've been enjoying that below 3 k range, but it is back. A uh, guy like Jorge Alforo, uh, Alf- the uh, young stud prospect of the Phillies who's been up. Uh, he's only played in one game. and It was in Coors, but he went two for four or six points. He has tremendous power. Tehran does very well versus righties, but that's an intriguing look. Um, but a guy like if Hector Sanchez cracks the lineup for San Diego at 3K, that's in play. Manny Pena at 2,900 versus Alberto Mejia at 29. I like that a lot. He usually hits in the middle of that Brewers lineup and uh, hits with a lot of power. That has some tremendous upside. A guy like Tucker Barnhart, uh, left-handed bat of Barnhart. He's 2900 bucks and he's facing Pordomo, who, uh, where did he go? There he is. 
Lefties 372, righties 342. Lefties have just destroyed Perdomo all year. He's a big ground ball guy, but when he elevates it, it is trouble. And even in that ballpark, even more trouble. Barnhart at 29 is very much in place. Yeah, I like Pena more because he's in the middle of the order, but Barnhart against Perdomo in that ballpark does have a lot of upside. Another guy like a 2,800, we mentioned how righties can hit Boyd very, very well. Francisco Cervelli at $2,800 is definitely in play. Coming off an 11-point game last night. We know he's been struggling, but of late, 11, 5, and 10 in his last three games, but they're slumping big time. Maybe that that's coming back around. A guy like Matt Boyd can help help that go if it's uh, if he's not on. So um, Cervelli very much in play. And then after that, you kind of just wait for rosters because there are some options down here if they crack the rosters, but nothing I'm like, running to target at the moment. you got a guy like Wilson Ramos who does hit lefties well. If you want to fade sale, he's 2,500 with power upside. Uh, other than that, though, wait and see what comes out because there will be some value to be had at the catcher's position. Going over to first base. Goldie at 55 at Chase Field. Not bad at all. I like Votto at 54 versus Perdomo. That's very, very much in play. Votto has homered in three straight games. He has double digits in four straight. Five, six, seven. In seven of his last ten with a couple nines in there. He's really good at baseball, folks. And he's facing Perdomo in Great American Small Park for 5,400. Definitely in play. Got like Cody Bellinger at 52. I don't mind. I'm all over Godly. I'm not targeting Godly. But if you want a one-off or something, Bellinger at 52 is okay. Freddie Freeman versus Eflin at 48 is a phenomenal play. If Eflin is the starter, we think he is going to be. Uh, you got lefties hitting 381, righties 332. So Freddie Freeman in a great spot at 4800 bucks tonight in Atlanta. Guriel versus Derek Holland at... Uh, at uh, 47, definitely worth a look there. When you're when you're picking on Marquez of Colorado, um, you're looking at the lefties 324, righties 337. So a minor reverse splits there. A guy like Carlos Santana who has swung it very well of late at 46 has some power upside in that matchup. Um, again, not trying to target Marquez a ton, but. Uh, Santana has averaged 10.2 his last 10 games, so something to keep in mind on that one. Ryan Zimmerman at 45 is not a bad look there. Joey Gallo, 43 versus Flexen. It's in New York. Keep that in mind. So we're going to some more switch hit. Josh Bell at 41 versus Boyd with some power upside. If you want to go um, you know, team narrative street, you got Yonder Alonso. He struggled, but he's 4K, making his Mariners debut against his team that just traded him on Sunday, the Oakland Athletics. And Kendall Graveman, who got destroyed his last time out, lots to like with this Seattle. Well, it's tough to say you like the Seattle offense because they're super inconsistent. But lefties hit 336 off Graveman, while righties hit 307. So Yonder Alonso could be a very, very sneaky play at $4,000 in that matchup. If you're looking for a little more value, you scroll down to the likes of uh, a switch hit in Kendris Morales at 39. For Sabathia, uh, maybe roll the dice on Trey Mancini at 38 versus uh, Bridwell. But more so, we're looking at a guy like Jose Martinez versus Vargas at 37 with some power upside. Uh, Jesus Aguilar, nice looking play here at 37. He's a boomer bust type player. Doesn't get to play every day, which I really don't like. Uh, has played every day of late, at least. And he's got tremendous power, especially against left-handed pitching. So it's the kind of game you target him for at 3,700. 
Chris Davis against Bridwell. It is in Anaheim, which is more of a pitching ballpark, but he's in play at 37. Matt Adams has been struggling, but he's 37 versus Eflin in Atlanta at um, at SunTrust. That's intriguing as well. A couple power upside plays there at $3,700. Uh, as you scroll down a little more, it gets a little more interesting, to say the least. We got Ryan Healy at 34, first base, third base eligible. Has tremendous power upside, especially against lefties. And he's facing the guy in Ariel Miranda, who can pitch well. Not saying he can't. But uh, lefties hit 328, righties 306. But he has a tremendous, tremendous propensity to give up the long ball. Loves giving up the long ball. So Healy at 34 does have value. A guy like Eric Hosmer went deep yesterday. His price tag has plummeted. He was in the fives like a week ago. He still averaged an 8.1 his last 10. He has back-to-back double-digit games of 14 and a 28. He's only 3,200 versus Michael Walker. We know, like I said, Walker's been doing well. But when you look at him, it's lefties 311, righties 339. He still can get hit. And Hosmer's a very, very good hitter in the middle of an order at 3,200 bucks. He is worth a look. Um, as you go down some more, there is a couple of value plays down here. I like a ton. You got a guy like um, I mentioned... Valbuena at $2,300, first base, third base eligible. But the guy I'm looking at, if you want to punt, if you're looking to build the super pitcher lineup, the, the punt I'm looking at, you can go up to the low threes and you can make it work. There's no question there. Hosmer at 32, definitely an option. Those 34, 35 guys are options. The guy I'm looking at, Tyler White of the Houston Astros, he's 2300 bucks, coming off back-to-back phenomenal games, 14 points and 44 points. Homered in both of them. I'm not looking for that. Just give me like 8 plus, 10 plus. Run into one, I'll be really happy. But 2300 bucks with the upside against a pitcher like Derek Holland. Derek freaking Holland against the Houston Astros in Houston is just a recipe for disaster. Um, I'd love to do an Astros stack. You just can't with those pitchers. But if you if you go down like Godley Marquez or something, you can. But uh, lefties 263, righties 373 off Hall. And Tyler White at 2300 bucks has a lot, a lot of value there. Let's move over to second base. So Altuve for those Astros at 54 is definitely in play. Murphy at 52 versus Worley is not bad at all. Uh, as you go down some more, like Jose Ramirez versus Marquez at 45 is okay. D. Gordon at 45 against A.J. Cole. I like that quite a bit if you want to be contrarian, let him get on, steal some bases. Score when the big boppers of uh, Stanton, Yellick, and Ozuna get the job done. Um, lefties hit 380, righties 302 off H.A. Cole. So D. Gordon could be in a nice little role there leading off. Kind of a Billy Hamilton type play. Uh, Dozier at 44 is not bad. Jonathan Scope at 44 versus Parker Bridwell. I like that quite a bit. Uh, there's Javi Baez again. He had an inside the park home run last night, but we still like him versus lefties. He's second base shortstop at 44. Paul DeJong went, DeJong went deep last night. He's second base shortstop at 43. He's been in play almost every day. But below all those guys, he continually to not be near the top of the list, is Robinson Cano at 4300 bucks, Going up against a guy like Kendall Graveman is a great play. Graveman gets hit 336 by lefties, 307 by righties. He got hit hard his last time out. Cano at 4300 bucks is a great play. Very much a good chance for a dong. Uh, as you go down, guy like Cesar Hernandez at 4K versus Tehran. We know how lefties torch Tehran, and they're built for that ballpark. Josh Harrison of Pittsburgh gets lefties very well. Facing Matt Boyd at 3,900. He's second base, third base eligible. Wilmer Defoe at 39 is not bad against Worley. A nice left-handed bat there. 
preferably at the top of the order, though he's down below, he loses a lot of value for me. Yamihara uh, Salarte of your San Diego Padres facing Sal Romano. Lefty's 320, righty's 367. Salarte had a nice little game last night, stole a bag. He's 3800 bucks worth the look. Scooter Jeanette at 38, a left-handed bat versus Perdomo. If you're going down in price, isn't bad at all. Um, but I'm looking at guys like Jed Lowry and Pender, both switch hitting at 37. Yeah, Colton Wong. He's a lefty-lefty, but he's been swinging it well. Got Ruby Odor at 35 versus Flex, and you're getting some value. Ruby's price was up there for a little while. Still averaging 8 points in his last 10. He has struggled 0-3-0-3-0 before his just monstrous run he was on. So maybe he catches back up at 35 versus Flex, and if you want to save some cash there. Um, Azrubal Cabrera is only 34 versus Trashner. I know Kastner continues to get stuff done, but that's a very intriguing play. Second base shortstop at 3,400. As we slide down some more, if Andrew Romine makes the start for Detroit, he's a lefty bat versus Cool at 29. Second base outfield eligible. Um, a little farther down, we'll get to the value one I'm looking at down here. Uh, you can get like Neil Walker at 26 versus Kashner. I know Neil hasn't done much since coming back from the DL, but there's a lot of upside there at 2,600 in that matchup. But the guy I will be targeting, he's all the way down here at 2,200 bucks. Caleb Cowart, switch hitting, second base, third base eligible of your Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Seven more points last night after back to back goose eggs, and then it was 9, 14, 15, 13, 2, 15. The boy's been hitting, hitting at the bottom of the order. Continues to be cheap, cheap, cheap. He's twenty two hundred bucks against Hellickson. We know how lefties can hit Hellickson very, very well. So uh, in his career, so Coward at twenty two does have tremendous potential in that matchup. Let's move over to the short or the third base position. You got Chris Bryant at five K versus Block's not bad at all. I mentioned Freddie Freeman at forty eight, like that a lot. Rendon at forty eight is not bad. Eduardo Nunez has been crushing it. With the, the Red Sox. He hits the road now in Tampa Bay. A little different ballpark shift for him. But at 4,700 versus Pruitt's not bad. Switch hitting Marwin Gonzalez. 46 versus Holland is definitely in play. Mention Jose Ramirez. Josh Donaldson at 45. That's going to be nice. He's farther down the list than all the rest. Averaging 11.2 his last 10. Swinging a really good bat. Going up against CC. Josh Donaldson at 45 is very much in play. Alex Bregman, 44 versus Derek Holland. I like that a ton. That's a sneaky nice play at 4,400. As you know, somewhere like Rafael Devers at 43 versus Pruitt. Devers is just crushing the baseball since his call-up. Many, many double-digit games. He's averaging almost 11 points so far a game. He's looking good versus a guy like Pruitt. like that a lot. Machado went deep again yesterday. He's 4,300 bucks. Keep taking advantage of this cheap tag. He's going to be close to the top here pretty soon. The guy just continues to mash it. Um, he's doing what we all thought he would do. So Machado at 43, definitely in play. Mustakas at 4K, some nice power upside there at $4,000. Mentioned Josh Harrison earlier at 39. Guy like Beltre at 39 versus Flexen is in play. Uh, a little farther down. Uh, Derek Dietrich at 36 versus AJ Cole. That's a sneaky nice play with some upside. Uh, good lefty bat there versus Cole. Evan Longoria, if you're fading Sale, Longoria does like lefties. He's 35, given Sale isn't your average lefty. Ryan Healy at 34, mentioned him already like that. Play with power potential. But then as you go down below, there's one that stands out like a sore thumb because DraftKings still does not respect this man. Does not do it. 
Matt Chapman of your Oakland A's, 2500 bucks going up against a guy like Ariel Miranda who loves to give up the long ball. And what does Matt Chapman do? He hits long balls. He's averaging, averaging 10 points in his last 10 games, coming off 18 points last night, 18, 8, 25, 5, 12, 9, 2, 12, 14, 3. That's his last 10 games. A lot of games there you take for 2500 bucks. I love Chapman tonight. Even if he gets a zero, that play is very nice to me. Uh, Valbuena, 23. Cowart, 22 are both down here as well if you want to go below Chapman. But Chapman at 25, one of the better value plays you'll find on the slate tonight. Shortstop, Elvis Andrews, 49. Corey Seager, 48. Versus Godley, sneaky nice. Lendor at 46. Mitchum Baez at 44. DeJong at 43. I'm starting off with guys like Zach Cozart. I know it's a righty versus Perdomo, but righty's have hit him fine too. He's 4,200. Averaging 12 points his last 10. I told you I loved him yesterday. Two for three with a homer, 23 points. Hitting really good this year. I like him again tonight versus Perdomo. Uh, Tim Beckham swinging it well. He's 4K versus Fridwell. Defoe, 39. Don't mind those. Didi Gregorius, 3,800 bucks. Hits lefties really, really well. Nice looking play there against J.A. Happ. Orlando Garcia. He's not stackable because he's at the bottom of the order, but 3,700 versus Mejia is nice. He was battling seventh last night because it's a DH. So you could do like a Pena, Arcia, really off the wall, one-two punch from Milwaukee if you wanted to, really off the wall. A guy like Freddie Galvis, left-handed bat versus Tehran at 37 is uh, sneaky nice as well. Marcus Simeon, 35, is in play. You got Cabrera at 34, we mentioned earlier. Um, but as you slide down, the value is not as good here at shortstop as it was elsewhere. I'll be. This is where you kind of have to get into the threes. You like Brandon Crawford versus Quintana at 28. He does hit lefties well. Maybe Kelby Tomlinson bats second against Quintana at 27. These aren't great plays by any means. They're just the only. There's the few values you see. A guy like Ozzy Albies. He's second base shortstop, youngster for Atlanta. He bats like eighth. He's 2500 versus Eflin. Maybe he gets it going. He's got off to a slow start after playing really well in minors, top prospect type stuff. Miguel Rojas is third base shortstop. He's 2,400 versus A.J. Cole. I can see that as a potential punt play if that's the angle you choose to go. Other than that, there's not a ton down here to really get too excited about. Heading over to the outfield, Mike Trout. It's 5,600 versus Hellboy. Went deep again last night. Trout's just, I have to have at least one Trout lineup a night. Just have to. Stanton at 55 versus Cole is really, really solid. Upton 53 is just crushing the baseball. Bryce Harper went deep last night. Great matchup again versus Worley at 53. Mitchell Bellinger. Uh, J.D. Martinez, 49 versus Maeda is not bad. But like Andrew McCutcheon, 47 versus Boyd, I like quite a bit. You got Nunez at 47, mentioned him. Betts at 47 versus Pruitt's not bad. But like Michael Brantley swinging a really, really good bat. He's 46. Charlie Blackman versus Kluber. If you want to be contrarian, you can. Mentioned Marvin Gonzalez at 46. Starting Marte, uh, 46. And Aaron Judge, both first lefties. Good matchups there at 4,600. Uh, Ozuna hits righties and lefties at 46. A lot to like up top, as you'd expect. Uh, Tommy Pham, 45. Benintendi, 45. Rajay Davis does hit lefties well. I just don't know if I can pay 45 for him because the power upside, he, he'll run into one once in a while, but it's not there. Uh, Nelly Cruz at 45 is intriguing. Adam Duvall went yet yard yesterday. There's a ton in this high 4K range. Conforto 45 is in play versus Kashner. These are all very much in play. It just depends on who you want to target. 
Uh, we got Clint Frazier. I like that a lot, if he's, especially if he's bad towards the top of that order there at 4,300 versus Lefty and Hap. That's a solid play. Nomar Mazzara at 42 versus Flexen is a very sneaky play in that matchup. Ender Inciarte at 42 versus Eflin is very nice. So is Goodman versus Worley at 42, both leading off, setting the tables for their respective teams. Good matchups there. K with the Chris Davis is 41 versus the home run prone Miranda. That could be nice. Davis has heated up a bit of late. Um, 19 more points last night as he went deep. Uh, his last game on Sunday. Uh, none on Saturday. 14 the game before. It's all hit and miss with him, but we know he can run into him. That's the matchup to target there. Um, as you go down more, Nick Marquez at 4K against Eflin is in play. Ryan Braun loves his lefties. He's only 3,900 versus Mejia. That's tremendous upside. He had a double-digit game last night. Good matchup versus Mejia at 39. Steve Pierce of the Blue Jays. We know he crushes lefties. He's 39 versus Sabathia. Adam Jones, 39 versus Bridwell, is always in play. Same with Sensu Chu at 39, both leading up for their ball clubs. One of the mispriced guys you'll like here. He's been batting third almost all year for the Miami Marlins. Christian Yellick is only 3,900 versus A.J. Cole. Love that play. 12 more points last night. He's averaging on almost nine a game of late. Yellow at 39 is a really, really nice play in that game. You go down like Keon Broxton at 38 as upside versus Mejia if you want to gamble there. Ben Revere, if he's leading off, he has to be leading off for me to play him. But he's 3,800 versus Helixson. That is pretty nice. The table setter, if leading off. Mentioned Jeanette at 38. Billy Hamilton at 38 versus Perdomo. I like a lot. Uh, that lefty leadoff man versus Perdomo. That's really nice upside. Melky Cabrera at 37 versus Waka is very nice. So is Jose Bautista against CC at 37. Bautista swung it well the last couple games. Still only averaging 6.4 his last 10, but coming off a of back-to-back double-digit performances in Houston. So leading off against CC, Jose Bautista could be a nice play there at 3,700. As you go down some more, we get a little farther down into the gambling range, but you got guys like uh, Brandon Moss at 36. Um, one I really do like, Cole Calhoun at 35 versus Hellickson. He continues to be underpriced. That near the top of that order, averaging 5.6 his last 10. Only had two last night, but then 17, 6, 14. Swinging a good bat over the last few games. We know he can run into him very easily. He's facing Hellboy. At 35 with some upside. Guy like Seth Smith, especially if he's leading off, he'd be 35. He's been down in the order, so it loses a little bit of luster there. Uh, you go to, let's say, a uh, Eddie Rosario with his power-ups at a 3,400 versus a guy like Matt Garza. That's a very intriguing matchup. Nine more points last night. at 14 and a homer the night before. A zero, then a 10. The power's definitely there for Rosario, at least gapping power, if that's the least he can do. So 34, that's got some potential. Jackie Bradley Jr. at 34 versus Pruitt's not bad at all either. Um, as you go down some more, it gets a lot more dice. But like Kevin Pilar versus Sabathia at 33 is not bad. Odebel Herrera, I like this a ton. Only 3,200 versus Tehran. Odebel averaging eight points his last 10 games. Lefty against Tehran in that ballpark is very nice at 3,200. You can definitely get behind that play. Uh, Mark Kana of the Oakland A's, 3,100 versus Miranda since the trade of um, Yonder Alonso. He started at first base the other day, but he had 13 points on Saturday, 
18 points on Sunday with a homer. Tons of power from the right side of the plate. Tons of strikeouts as well. But he's facing Miranda. Again, who can give up the long ball? When you're looking for value, you're looking for guys that can go deep. Like Canna, Chapman, and Davis are all those kind of guys for Oakland. As you go down some more, like Max Kepler's 3K. He's been slumping big time. But he did go deep the other night uh, facing Garza. So there's some upside in that one with Kepler at only 3K. You know what he can do in that matchup. Still hitting in a good spot in the order. So definitely worth a look there. A middle-of-the-order guy for 3K is never a bad thing. Jim Maducci didn't play last night. If he's in the lineup for Detroit, he's 2800 bucks. Be a nice left-handed bat towards the top against Cool. Um, other than that, like Almora Jr. hits lefties well for Chicago. He's 2800 Should be in the lineup for his blocks tonight. Um, Alex Gordon, 25, super inconsistent. Um, Zach Granite, 24 versus Garza. Get on, steal a bag or two, get you some value there. Other than that, you have to check the lineups because it's very bleak the farther down you go. You kind of have to stay in the low threes like Kepler and above for the most part with your bats. Let's recap the pitching. Up top, Sale 1A, Kluber 1B, then Quintana. In the middle, Helixson, Godley, Waka. Don't forget about Marquez either. He can be, I go like Helixson, Godley, Marquez, Waka. That's where I go there. Then down below, you got Cool and Boyd. Let's check out your BVP on the 15 game slate. Daniel Murphy against Vance Worley, 12 for 22, two doubles and a triple, a 5.45 average. Not bad at all. Weeders has taken him deep. Christian Yellick versus A.J. Cole, three for four with two doubles and a homer. Super small sample, but yes. And Stanton has taken him deep as well. So has Dietrich. So lots to like in that one. Kendrick Morales, eight for 23 with two doubles and a homer versus CC. Justin Smoke, seven for 23 with two homers. Steve Pierce, seven for 25 with a double and two homers. Um, Russell Martin, 7 for 25 with a homer. Josh Donaldson, only 8 for 35 but two doubles. Joey Batista's taking him deep. Toronto could be nice. They're always up and down, so you never know what you're going to get. Judge and Gary Sanchez have both take J.A. Hap deep. That's something to keep in mind. Chase Headley, Frazier, and Gardner as well. But Sanchez and Judge, but 2 for 6, 2 for 7 with a homer each. As you go down some more... The Grandy Man and Suspedis have both taken Trashner deep. Lomo, 5 for 12 with a homer off Chris Sale. Trevor Plouffe, 14 for 46 off Sale. Freddie Galvis, I told you I like this play for 3,700 versus Tehran. He's 10 for 24 lifetime. It's a 4.17 average with a double and a triple. Cameron Rupp is 9 for 24 as well. Mikel Franco, 6 for 19. So stuff to like there. Jose Abreu versus Keuchel, 3 for 9 with two homers, small sample. Altuve, 8 for 26 with three doubles, a triple, and a homer versus Derek Holland. I like that a lot. Um, Jason Castro versus Matt Garza, 5 for 12 with two doubles and two homers. Keep him in mind. Dozier, 4 for 11 with a double and a homer. Eduardo Escobar's taking him deep as well. For the... Royals versus Waka. No one's taking him deep, but Kane 4 for 12 with a double. Hosmer 4 for 12 with a double. When you look some more like Matt Carpenter versus Vargas, he's 4 for 4 with a double. Not a big sample, but he's perfect. Uh, Jake Lamb, 9 for 20 with three doubles and two homers versus Kent Maeda batting 450. That could be sneaky nice. I think he was like 4,500 versus a righty in his ballpark. Nelson Cruz is a good one. 4,500 tonight versus Graveman. He's 11 for 17. 
two doubles and a homer. Robbie Cano, I told you he was cheap at 43. Six for 16 with three doubles and a homer as well versus Graven. Graven got hit really hard his last time out. Trout, three for six with a double and a homer. You don't need BBP for Trout. You just play him. It's that simple. Uh, Denard Span, four for seven versus Quintana, but I don't know if I'm fading Quintana. So there's your BVP on the slate. Let's take a look at your stacking as you'd expect. You're looking at the Phillies versus Tehran and Braves versus Eflin. Like both of those, and they'll be on the lower end side of things because everyone focuses on other offenses. So that's very nice in that ballpark because we know how the ball flies out of there, especially with left-handed bats. You got the Astros versus Holland, especially the right-handed Astros bats, Altuve, uh, Bregman, Marwin Gonzalez, the list goes on and on. Tons of guys to like there. The Nats first Worley, lefties and righties are definitely in play. Uh, we saw Murphy's history there. Harper's a, yes, we know how good Harper is. Pittsburgh versus Boyd, if you're using the righties, and they're like McCutcheon, Marte, Harrison, those guys mainly, but there's others. Like Cervelli's a nice value catcher in that one. Um, Toronto versus CC is not bad. Like Joey Bats, Donaldson, stuff like that. Maybe Russell Martin has some value. Lefty Twins versus Garza. Kepler's got some upside value, so is Rosario. Uh, we saw Castro has hit him well in the past, and then Dozier from the right side as well. Marlins versus AJ Cole. I love those those bats there. Uh, Yellick is too cheap. You got Dietrich as value, and then Stanton and Ozuna are always in play there. Reds versus Perdomo is outstanding. Brewers versus Mejia. Lefties and righties, load them up. I prefer the Reds versus Perdomo for the ballpark factor, but like. You know, Ryan Braun is only 3,900. Aguilar at 34. Peña at 29 behind the dish. You get value with Milwaukee. As you get on some more, if you want to fade J.A. Happ with, like, Gary Sanchez only 4K. You got uh, Judge, who's a little cheaper. Don't forget Didi hits lefties well at 3,800. The Mets versus Kashner, especially the lefties, are very nice there. Same Angels, lefties, and Trout as well. They were coward, uber cheap. Not buena if you really want to gamble. And it just goes on and on. Mariners versus Graveman. Just love that value you get in that matchup as well. Orioles versus Bridwell. So much to like all over the board in these matchups. As you as you know, there's only like three games below a nine total. So there's, there's hitting for days. So there you have it. Your 15-game slate on a Tuesday. Very nice. Very solid. Loaded 15-game slate. Uh, don't forget to check us out. TheSportsDGens.com at TheSportsDGens. Um, the always pressing PGA DFS pod with myself, DFS golf gods Jesse, and Big Bucks No Whammy at BP Snow Eleven. Um, the PGA Championship preview is out. SoundCloud, iTunes, re- uh, subscribe, rate, review. Let us know. I uh, got a good response from the first pod. Let's do it again. Um, Jesse also have his preview out, his written preview for the uh, PGA Championship. We have EPL, English Premier League, starting on Saturday. Squanto has these week one bets up. He will have DFS as the week goes on. So much going on. Uh, check out the college ba- uh, football team totals to take the overs on by D.D. Jayhoff. But most importantly, give me a follow at BD Intrix so I can help you out with your slates. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, rate, review. Spread the word. Let's keep growing it. But more importantly, good luck on tonight's 15-game slate. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your August 8th edition. I'm out.